Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I'm Edwin. And I'm Sam. For the past seven days, we have played Spell Tower. And we're going to tell you what we thought of it during those seven days. And how many days out of those seven days we've played it for. How many times can I say seven days? <laughs> I think you can say one more time. Now, we should say Spell Tower Plus. Spell Tower Plus. If we're being pedantic. That's and right. And you know I love being pedantic. Mm-hmm. You, that, that is your, uh, one of your better qualities. <laughs> well, it's a quality, let's say that. <laughs> so Spell Tower Plus is the latest game from Zach Gage. You might know him from other games like Pocket Run Pool. Um, that one with the fishing. Uh, Not Ridiculous Fishing? I don't think Zach Gage was responsible. He might have had a part in Ridiculous mm. Fishing. Okay, that wasn't the one I was thinking of as well. Um, one with the solitaire. Flip-flop, flip-flop solitaire. Flip-flop solitaire. Flip-flop solitaire. And then there's another one called, um, it was like another card game that he did. Yeah. Oh, uh, chess, the chessy thing. Right. <laughs> we're, we're really good. I'm prepared we've for done this. our research for this. <laughs> we probably should have had a list. But this is the insights our listeners come for. He's responsible for a lot of games on the mobile phone, which at surface looks very simple, but usually has uh, a layer deep down that you can really sink your teeth into that I think really adds to sort of the, um, I guess like the deliciousness of, you know, the more, I don't, I don't want to say mundane, but I have no better way of putting it right now. It's like, <laughs> you know, you take a card game, which might at the surface feel mundane, but then uh, what Zach Age is really good at is adding that little bit of tactic that really allows you to either continue to play it or really find the joy in that game. It like brings about the aspects that you wouldn't have thought. I believe his, some of his games have been described as dad core, <laughs> which I think kind of gets to the similar sentiments that, uh, that you're talking about. Right. Mundane yet underneath. Yeah. Pretty exciting. <laughs> uh, let me read you the description for Spell Tower Plus. Please Plus. do. Spell Tower Plus. It's uh, not to be confused with Disney Plus. The original best-selling mobile word game, Reimagined. Pick your words wisely. As you play, more tiles rise from the bottom of the screen. It'll take all your lexicological wits. Is that a word? Damn. And tactical know-how to keep your columns down. If any letter makes... (laughs) Keep those columns down, Sam. (laughs) If any any letter makes it to the top row, it's game over. Uh, There are 11 modes in all. Wow. Let me read you some of those modes. There's many modes. Classic modes, Daily Tower, Tower, Puzzle, Rush, Zen, X-Puzzle, Double Puzzle, Bubble Puzzle, and Blitz. Bubble Puzzle. (laughs) The Bubble Puzzle mini mode. There's a nice little note from Zach Gage himself in the description. Um, Would you like me to read it? Nothing would please me more. It's pretty wild to be revisiting my first hit game, Spell Tower. I can't believe it's almost 10 years since it released, so... The original Spell Tower released in 2011 Great for mobile phones. Yeah, <laughs> the first iPhones ran out, uh, ran on. <laughs> but Bill Simmons never yeah, has his why, problem. <laughs> why can't I read this? The first iPhones it ran on had a 3.5 inch screen and 320 by 480 resolution. Wow, that's really small. Come a long way, baby. I literally did a double take at that resolution when I looked it up. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a nice little note from him. And how much he appreciated making the game and like how he was looking forward to making another iteration of it. So it's a nice little note. Take a look at it in the description uh, in the App Store. I don't think this game is available for Android phones just yet. 
But I know that the previous Bell Tower has become available for Androids pretty soon after it came out on iOS. So it's Bell Tower Plus. It is a initially a free game, uh, but available to unlock everything with in-app purchases. I like that you get you unlock the new modes with that purchase. Right. Which I think is not something you see too often. You just kind of get more levels, but here you get a whole new game mode. Right. Great. Smart. Mm-hmm. It's very smart. Nice. He's a very smart guy. This is a lexicological game. <laughs> lexicological game. This sounds word of the day. <laughs> ding-a-ling. Okay, can I... Ding-a-ling. <laughs> Ding-a-ding. <laughs> That's not my word of the day. I'm going to describe the game in one sentence. Okay. Tetris meets word search. Yes, I would say so. I uh, did say so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's so when I think the first spell tower came out, there was actually another game called Puzzle Juice. You, uh, which was from uh, one of the makers of Threes, the game. Uh, I think Asher Volmer or something like that. Ash Volmer, um, and that game is, I think, more word search plus Tetris because you actually have to like build blocks as they're coming down with like the words or something like that. And I, that was like super frantic, but still an excellent game. Uh, this one definitely has those aspects where you get this Tetris vibe because it is like uh, these rows and rows of letters that are coming up from the bottom and you kind of have to you know, find the words to break the blocks to like build down your columns. Right. So it definitely has that aspect, but I would say this is also a little bit more laid back because uh, as you find the words, and normally you find a word by using your thumb or finger to match corresponding adjacent letters and even diagonal letters to to form a word, um, those blocks break away and then you rinse and repeat until you can no longer find words. Uh, you can then add rows at the bottom so you get more letters and then it builds up and up. So there's a bit of strategy there. Yeah. So then we're here. We're talking about. Well, we shall for this. We should talk about the game mode, and that I think is the first mode you encounter, which is the. I think the first mode you encounter is search. the search. It is a your screen is full of block letters. Oh, this is the tutorial. I see. Really. Right. Okay. Which your is- screen is full of block letters, and as you find the words. It goes away, but nothing is added to the screen. So you just have to try and maximize your number of points with the letters that are currently on screen uh, to try to get rid of as much blocks as possible. Once you're down to a certain level where you feel like you cannot find any more words, you can then say, okay, I'm done with this round or this, this game. Mm, how do you feel about that? I thought it was actually very smart. Hmm. Um, I wish there was a little aspect of saying, uh, hey, dummy, like you can't, you can't find any more words here. <laughs> but yeah. I thought I like giving the users the choice because they might not actually know the word that's not found, in which case you might feel like a, like a dum-dum for not knowing it. So I think that's taking, I, I thought that was very mindful and that you can just opt to say, okay, I'm done looking for words and it just gives you a score. But as someone who finds it difficult to give up, <laughs> I didn't know when to stop. <laughs> so I'd just be trying for endlessly. He, I mean, because it does know that there are no more words left. He mm. should be able to tell you. So, yeah, I wasn't sure about how I felt about the I'm done. It seems a bit like kind of give up. 
But this is only in the um, in the tower. In the search mode. Uh, in tower mode. Uh, oh, is that is it called tower mode? Yeah. Okay. So tower mode is yeah. You just get a whole yeah. Search mode I think is the tutorial. It's a little right. confusing. So puzzle mode is there are a few letters in the bottom, and mm. then you have to build it up. Right. This is the sort of Tetris. Right. Tetris one. Because every word you find, I'll be watching you. No, every <laughs> word you find, as soon as you're done with finding that word, uh, it will add a row of letters at the bottom, pushing all of your letters up. Um, but if you happen to create a five-letter word or more, it will actually also break the adjacent blocks of word, uh, blocks of letters to that word. So it's beneficial for you to try and look for these longer words. Uh, and that's where the gameplay comes in. Like Scrabble, really. Yeah. Describe your time with this game. So, as you probably know, I do not care for word games. <laughs> Which I think is actually something Ga- Zach Gage has said in interviews. Like, he doesn't really like word puzzles either. Mm. And, and I think he's kind of come around. I guess if you make a puzzle game, a word puzzle game, there is some, on some level, you have to enjoy word puzzles. So this is interesting that this is made by someone who doesn't really like word puzzles. Um, I quite enjoyed it. I think there's a few little UI approaches that took me a while to understand. So by default, my instinct is to swipe to connect mm. the words. And then when you release your finger, that's when the word is like, that's when it's like, go, yeah, I'm done. It releases the word. Release the word. And it explodes the word. But actually that was suboptimal in my experience. I agree. Actually what you want to do is just tap the ones tap their letters because then you can be more strategic about what the next one is your finger isn't covering Mm -hmm. you know a few of the tiles so you can then see and then i think you just tap again to confirm right i think that was i would almost like to remove the swipe option Mm. i don't know um once i got into the tapping system i quite enjoyed it yeah i think i just got very wrapped up of when i could almost spell a word I would fixate on that one word, even though I couldn't spell it. Right. But I found it very hard to give up and go, nope, I've got time to find another word. I have to move on. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed my time with this game as well. I think it definitely brings about an aspect of word search games that makes it more fun. Like, I think word search in general is just very boring, especially on like newspapers and stuff like that. Uh, the aspect of you, the longer the word, it explodes the, the words that are, or the letters that are next to it is, I think, an excellent thing, uh, which I believe was also in the previous version of Spell Tower. Um, and yeah, the tapping thing is great because I also didn't figure it out until like I tried it because uh, my swipes, I actually swiped the wrong word that I meant and it was a lower scoring word than, the, than the word that I meant to swipe. So the tapping, it's also great because as you start to build your letter, you can actually go backwards again. Mm, and it's smart yes. to like, if you click on the previous letter, it'll just retain that word until the previous letter. Uh, and then to allow you to explore like different other words. The The main problem I had with this game is... Oh, wait, can I guess? What? Is random letters? Well, that's partially the okay. truth. But like, um, that's my second point. My first point mm, is oh, sorry. the same thing as you. Like, I'd be fixated on forming this <laughs> word... And the connecting word to complete it out would be like a letter away. It's nay impossible to try and strategically build another word that aligns your intended word. 
Yes. And I kept trying to do that. Like, I don't know. I think I'm too used to other puzzle games, like match three color games, where you see the block on top that you need to complete this five in a row. So you have some options of like, you know, strategically tapping away the other colors at the bottom, retain your four in a row that it's imminent and allow that color to drop, right? There is some strategy there. And I think those are the best parts of color matching games, even though I don't really like color matching games. Unless there's a zoo building element attached to it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, But with this, like I kept trying to look for it and I can almost taste it, the satisfaction of being (laughs) able to do that, but I was almost never able to do that. Because it's just down to the number of permutations, right? Because with a color, right. color matching game, you probably have like five colors, maybe at most, and they can join to any other, five, any other five colors. Yeah. Whereas here, if you're trying to match letters, which are randomly generated... Plus forming a word that is a yeah. proper word. <laughs> right. It's, yeah, very, very... The odds, are, the odds are against us. The odds are forever against you and not in your favor. Right. Which I think is a quote. When a new robot appears, I believe the letters are random. Yes. With, I guess there's probably at least some algorithm of like, well, could have X number of vowels or it's kind yeah. of spread out. It's not truly random. It's, uh, it's pretty random. But it's still pretty random. Yes. It's not like there are words there waiting for you to find. Right. Or they're deliberately placed there. It is kind of up to luck and right. your, your dictionary, your mental dictionary of what words are to find. Which I know is often a complaint with the match three games is that, you know, it is just random if you can, can complete a level or not. Yeah. And I think that is also applicable here. And yeah, that's where I really, that's, that was like my second roadblock is that when the new row comes up, um, like I always wondered, like I wondered, like, are they showing me letters that are actually possible for me to form a word at this point? <laughs> what do they know? Yeah. And what constantly happened to me whenever I played like uh, either the Zen mode or like the word search mode is I kept getting the columns on the sides and they're just filled with consonants, mm. right? Yes. Yes. I got that too. Right. Yeah. And I think it's just the way that our brain works. We tend to look for words in the center and I feel like maybe they can do something about indexing more vowels. So it appears <laughs> on the, the, on the sides of the columns, right? Because I do think because it's totally random, there are more chances of a consonant to show up over a vowel, right? Right, yeah. And then the chances of it being on the sides are also, I don't know. Like, I think there's something there that they can try and index a little bit more so we have a better time with this. But at the same time, like, I think, you know, it would be great. It might be too easy. Like, this is like one of those things where, like, if you just minutely flip a switch of where each next word or, like, each next row can give you a formable word with a letter that are already at play. Yeah. First of all, the math of that sounds pretty crazy, right? All the permutation <laughs> of, ro- uh, of, of words versus the characters that are already on screen that are actually usable to, f- to help you form. I think that's like, that's, that's big maths. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That's some big math right there. <laughs> Can I tell you something else I really did not enjoy? What's that? Rush mode. Oh, I didn't even attempt it. Oh my God, it was horrible. I did it once and I was never again. In this mode, every, I don't know, maybe minute or two, a new row appears in the bottom. Oh my God. So you have to find words against the clock to keep, to keep uh, yeah, destroying those blocks and stopping the tower getting too high. If that's rush mode, then what's blitz mode? <laughs> it just sh- your phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
with Rush Mode. Oh, I did not enjoy it. I think, Sam, you should play it on air right now. Okay. Just for the experience. Let's do Rush. I will turn up the volume. Ooh, so let's play some jazz, because we should talk about that nice soundtrack. I, I, had a, I have a funny story regarding that, but first, let's do Rush Mode. Okay. Rush Mode. Great audio. This is the first time I'm trying it because I know that I wouldn't like it. <laughs> Rush Mode. Rose add overtime. Work quickly to keep the tiles from overflowing. Oh, even right now, it's giving me anxiety, even though I don't have to play it. Ooh. Oh, look at him go. Oh, there's even a... So what's happening is there's a, a color fill in the background. Mm, let's give that, you a little countdown timer for yeah. the next row appears. <laughs> oh my goodness this is let's check in uh, Sam on your stress levels of pretty stress pretty okay. <laughs> oh wow but I can see you're how... doing pretty well you're doing far better than me I, my brain just shut down and I could not find any words <laughs> and then I had to run away and hide in a dark room for 10 minutes to recover oh boy okay all right, all right. I, I need to stop this. This is too. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. I it did is not really enjoy intense. It. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate that that mode is there, and I'm sure some people really like it. That's not for me. No, it's not for me. Absolutely at all. not for me. No, thank you, sir. So when I saw in the extra modes that it had a Zen mode, but it was blocked by a in-app purchase. A little black background music we have going on right now, Sam. I immediately bought that uh, to to play the Zen mode. Tell me about Zen mode. So Zen mode is pretty much like um, tower. Tower is the one that rises up, right? Think tower. Yeah, tower is the one. Names that are confusing. Up. Oh, tower is the one where you just oh. need to clear the board, right? So Zen is like puzzle uh, with an element of. Actually, I don't know what the difference between Zen and. Uh... <laughs> I just I just thought it was like more comfortable. <laughs> you this the name alone makes it sound more relaxing, right? What is the difference between Zen and Puzzle? Huh, oh, know. we've got Blitz mode is just the rose is, is like rush mode, but it's even quicker. <laughs> oh, God. Nope. Instant leave. Quit right now. Right. Oh, it is Puzzle mode, but without the length requirements. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. So with Puzzle mode, some letters have a number next to it. And in order for you to explode those letters, you have to form it into a word of that many characters that's mentioned in those letters. Yeah, which is a nice little, yeah. little tweak. But also stressed me out <laughs> because as you played more, the letter count became higher yeah. for you to actually use them. And then the suddenly you have a Q with a five letter count on it. You're like, wow, this is just never going to leave. My, my two columns on the sides would be like Z, X, Y, Q, <laughs> R, R. Right, and there's just nothing you can do about it. Nothing. Nothing. Sam, shall we get to the three by threes? Let's get to the three by threes. Three, three things, things good and three things that displease. <laughs> if you like a word matching game, this game is probably going to be top of the line for you. Yes. Um, outside of the New York Times amazing crossword puzzle app, which is actually very good. Can you do those? I, I don't. I, I can only do them on Mondays because I'm a dummy. Okay. Because oh, they get sequentially harder they over get time. sequentially harder over the week. Nice. Um, but yeah. If you like word games and word matching games, this is definitely up there for you. The quality is great. Uh, everything about this game, even the haptics feel really nice where, you know, as a letter, you tap it, you get a little feedback of you tapping it. And then once it explodes, it does like this little nice little vibration. It feels very nice. It's a, it's a, it's a top quality app. Agree. Yeah, if you're looking for a nice pick up and play game, 
this totally works. There's no need to have um, lengthy uh, onboardings or levels. There's always a save and quit mode. There's always a save and quit option in each game, so you can move on, try a different game, mm-hmm. go to a different mode, um, which is great. It gives you that flexibility. So really not that not high on time requirements not high on time requirements which I not, appreciate. not high on mind requirements it's as it's as mindful as you want it to be so uh i i think like if you like playing games as you listen to podcasts or music this is actually a great game for it because you can you know you can casually find words if you want to and still be listening to the words of your podcast yeah, it doesn't quite work for me like if i'm thinking about words i can't really pay attention to a podcast so <laughs> I would play. I would choose one of my lesser favorite podcasts to listen to while playing this game. I see <laughs> one that has a lot of talking, not much substance, <laughs> much like ours. <laughs> so, like on that aspect, I was playing this game while listening to the latest episode of Reply All, and I didn't know that uh, at some point the Reply All episode stopped streaming on my phone. And it was just like this break. And I thought, this is a very dramatic long pause because <laughs> the music was still going on. And it was like this nice little jazz, little tune. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And I was like, what are they waiting for? They need to talk. Yeah. But it was actually the music from... Uh, from the game. From the game, from Spell Tower. <laughs> uh, it fit in so nicely with the podcast. Anyway, uh, it's as casual as you want it to be, so... If you need, if you're if you're in a mode where you want to get high scores, then you probably need to like think about all the letters that you can fill. But like, if you just want to pick up and play, this is also great for that. Uh, last good point that I have is that it does have a ton of modes. Although I think we just discovered that it's not very different from each other. There are essentially three big modes. Uh, there's the ones where you have to find all the words in a contained number of blocks. One uh, you have to. Uh, continue to build as the rows built up, and then the blitz, the fast rush mode, which is going to stress I'll you. Subscribe, uh, and they're all available off the bat. Uh, the, at least those three initial ones, um, and then if you want to unlock more of them, then support the developer and buy it because I think it's worth it. Four ninety nine in app purchase. Yep, unlock and also no ads. There are ads in between. Mm. Just something to be mindful of if you uh, if you're playing the free version. Right. On to the bad points. On to the bad points. I think if you are looking for clear strategy, like, yes, there is. I'd say there's strategy-ish. Mm. But as you were saying earlier, if you can almost make a word, but you need to clear some tiles, it's very, very unlikely that you can actually, you'll be able to clear those tiles using strategy. It's just kind of pure luck. Right. Which, you know, I, yes, it's part of the game. But if you are looking for strategic forward-thinking um, gameplay, mm. then there's probably not too much of that here. Right. I feel when it boils down to it, this is a word matching game. And unless you're a fan of word matching games, this is going to po- be very polarizing for you. Uh, but in that aspect, like I feel because it is a word matching game, and it's, it happens to me whenever I play Scrabble, like I tend to use the same words that I always do whenever I play Scrabble. You know, it's I, I sometimes foresee a game like this as an educational opportunity is like, Oh, that is a word. Like I'll learn this word and mm. I'll use it. And that never is the case. And I think that's kind of the downfall of this game is like a lot of times if you play a game and it takes skill, you get better at that skill. 
I'm not sure that really works for word games. Like you tend, unless it's like a crossword, right? And but it tells you the answer of what that crossword is, so you learn right. what it is. Yeah, I wish there was kind of an educational aspect to this, where maybe it identifies a word if you're really lost, and then it tells you that word, right? So that oh, I've learned this word. I can use this from now on. Right? Yeah, yeah. I really wanted a dictionary mm. as an option sometimes because it there is an approach where you can almost just try everything with everything. Right. Because it'll tell you if it's a word or not, and there's no real penalty for trying a word as and not getting times. it. Yeah. Um, there was, but sometimes I'm like, oh, I would love to get a de- definition for that. Mm. I think one other game did that. I believe... Hmm, what was it? There was another word search game that we played where you can actually see the definition of the word. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Nah, it could have been a nice touch. Right. But. There is an interesting thing where you can challenge the word. And you got up to like two or three challenges a day. Ooh, I've I never tried this. it, okay. but there was like a little finger that appears uh, next to the word when you form. And I think that's a, that's a point where you can like go and challenge that word. <laughs> Twat is a word. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly you're not using the British slang dictionaries. Right. Um, my last bad point is the randomized tiles. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's a, it's necessarily a fault of this game. I think it's just the way letters and numbers are, right? (laughs) It's, you know, there's no, I don't see a way that this could possibly be better and fair. Uh, It's just the nature of the letters and the words that we have in our brains um, that makes it seem like it's unfair, but it does seem like it's unfair. Sam, what's your final seven day rating? Seven days. Ding, ding, ding. Right. So with a bit of a caveat. It was, it was an enjoyable seven days, but not the most exciting seven days. I think if you like word games, and I tend to feel pretty good about word games, you'll have a good time. I did have a pretty good time, but I wouldn't say it was like, oh my God, you got to play Spell Tower, <laughs> which I think it also works on its benefit, right? Like it's yes. a solid, solid word game. Yes. Yeah, it's not going to set your hair on fire unless you're playing Blaze Mode. <laughs> but it's good enough that it's in, immensely enjoyable and you can play it a lot or a little, um, however you feel. And I'm go- also going to give it uh, seven days. Oh, seven days to play. It's a double seven. A rare honor bestowed upon a game. Well done, Zach Gage. This is, uh, this is a good one. That was your choice. So now, as is age-old tradition, it falls to me to choose the game. Sam... You have seven days to play. <laughs> oh boy, we can do this. Oh boy. All right, let's do it. Uh, skiing Yeti Mountain. Hmm. Is that a pun? Not that I know of. No, I don't think so. Oh, this reminds me of that classic Windows game. Skiing um, <laughs> Bigfoot Mountain. There's a game called Ski Free. Um, that was like you know, an MS-DOS game, and it had this, like, really ferocious snowman or yeti that came after you. <gasps> wow. <laughs> uh, and I think... For the quality it, like, of graphics, that is quite a ferocious-looking yeti. And I think it used to scare people. Um, but yeah, this is the vibes that I immediately get from this game. Nice. Look, look at the screenshot of uh, Ski Free. Right? Ooh. Wow. Well, come back next week to see if Sam's comparison for Ski Free is... Accurate or not. I can really bust out MS-DOS version 6 for on his home PC just to try it. 
Another solid、uh, game recommendation Yeti again. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> Before we go, it's time for things of the week. Sam, what do you got? So,、uh, I recently listened to Gimlet Academy on Spotify. Is that like Umbrella Academy? It is like Umbrella Academy. It is a secret society of kids with special superpowers that talk about making podcasting. <laughs> All right, so I'm listening.、Uh, it's the latest、uh, series, five episode series from Gimlet creator and found co founder Alex Bloomberg. And it teaches some insider tips and how to's of recording a Gimlet quality podcast.、Mm, we could do some of those tips. So think about it as a master class, quote unquote. So you know how Gordon Ramsay has like those videos on. People showing you how to make his beef Wellington? I do, yes. <laughs> It's like that for podcasting.、Oh. The information in there is actually really,、But、really good.、Hmm. And even if you're not really interested in cre- learning how to create a podcast, it's just an entertaining listen. But for surely insights that great, there must be a cost. No, it is, I'm glad that you ask, Edwin, because there really isn't. It is free. On Spotify. Only thing you need is a Spotify account. Even free listeners can listen to it. Wow, Sam, that sure sounds like a great deal. <laughs> it is a great <laughs>、yeah. deal because Spotify is now available on your mobile app, desktop, and <laughs> home speakers. <laughs> oh, great. I'll give it a listen. I appreciate it. Was, is there one tip I could take away from it right now?、Uh, there are several, but the one that really stands out to me is、um, when you think of the pitch of your podcast. Uh, hello, I should talk like this. <laughs> yes. Make sure your pitch is very high. Lower. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, my. That is the Gimlet way.、Uh, no. <laughs> so, when you talk about the pitch or like the initial idea of the podcast, there are lots of ideas that are, that they feel are like very important.、Mm-hmm. Um, but the real question is like, outside of it being important, you should also answer. Why should people care? Or, like, why do we care? Right. right?、Mm. So, to tell that story of why do we care, I think they, they,、um, they explain it very nicely in the, in the episode.、Uh, but I thought that was like, you know, one of those things that you can apply to all the things that you do. Why should people care? Right.、Yeah. So, like, yeah, the thing you're doing is important, but why should people care? That is some food for thought. Food for thought. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> can you tell it's lunchtime and I'm hungry? <laughs> My thing of the week is actually one of Sam's previous things of the week.、Mm. Finally, I've gotten around to watching Shit's Creek. Did you get over the hump? And I still don't know whether to bleep that or not.、Mm. Well,、It's、I think we,、yeah. we're literally saying the name of the word. Yeah. Of the title. Right. It's on them, really. If we get in trouble for this. Yeah, watch out, Levy family. We're going to be suing you <laughs> instead.、Um, oh, right. So the hump. There is a bit of a hump, isn't there?、Mm-hmm. Like you. It's not that it's bad to begin with, but you do question why should I care? <laughs> right. For the first, I'm going to say five or six episodes. Yeah, that's、I、safe.、Think. That's yeah. safe. Yeah.、Um, but then, much like Fungus, it kind of grows on you and you're like, oh. And you start to love the characters. Yeah, a little bit.、Um, <laughs> the end of season one felt very strange.、Mm. I don't know. If you remember exactly what happens, but suddenly, kind of out of nowhere, just the end of the, the, that, that last episode in season one suddenly felt like, hang on, 
have I skipped a few episodes? Oh, right. Where right. you're saying like, wait, who, what, uh, why? Anyway, yeah, that, so that episode, I was like, oh, okay. But then going to season two, um, it's been solid. Mm. Yeah, so I think like season two is really when it starts to level out. And they're comfortable with their characters. You see less of Chris Elliott's character. Which I'm okay, <laughs> I'm okay with. I mean, I know he's designed to be deliberately annoying, but... It's I just still feel annoying. Like, yeah, I just feel like he doesn't fit in as well as people or like the producers think he fits in in that world. <laughs> but it's good. Thank you, Sam, for the previous recommendation. Great. I think Sandra will be very happy that you're enjoying the show. <laughs> nice. That's one of her favorite shows. <laughs> she loves it. And there's a lot of seasons. There's like five or six seasons. Right. I think they're on their final, final season. Wow. The, the ending uh, now. Well, thank you, Sam. Sam, you have seven days to play Skiing Yeti Mountain. Hmm. 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 Looking forward to it. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> Is Endless Ming another tip you got from Gimlet Academy? <laughs> no. Yes. Okay. That's storytelling, buddy. That's emotions. If you have a game suggestion for us, you can always tweet us at seven days to play. You can also listen to us on the great streaming platform, Spotify. It is very great. Very green. <laughs> and wait. Seven days to play. Seven days to play.